Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirchner. In a new court filing by special counsel Jack Smith, some new evidence about Donald Trump in his election interference case has been revealed. Here's Glenn. So friends, we just learned of a new piece of incriminating evidence against Donald Trump in his federal prosecution in D.C. for trying to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. And it was revealed in a new court filing by special counsel Jack Smith. Let's start with the new reporting. This from NBC News. Headline, federal prosecutors reveal evidence they want to use against Trump. His own words. And that article begins, special counsel Jack Smith plans to use former President Donald Trump's own words against him in the upcoming federal election interference trial, according to a new court filing. Prosecutors said in Tuesday's filing that they want to focus on Trump's long history of calling election results fraud when the results don't suit him, as well as his vocal support for violent January 6 rioters. In addition to a lengthy list of Trump's public statements over the past decade, the nine-page filing from Smith's office refers to an incident involving an unidentified Trump campaign employee who allegedly tried to obstruct the 2020 vote count in the battleground state of Michigan, which Trump won in 2016, after the tally began to swing Joe Biden's way. But friends, it's not exactly a revelation that Jack Smith and his prosecutors will use Donald Trump's own words against him at trial. I mean, for goodness sake, if his lips are moving, he's incriminating himself. But it's that last little piece that I want to focus on. What happened in Michigan? Let's turn to the new court filing by Jack Smith. United States of America versus Donald Trump defendant. And the motion is captioned, government's notice pursuant to federal rule of evidence 404B. Okay, friends, before we dig into this new court filing, the first obvious question is, what is federal rule of evidence 404B? Well, for this, let's do just a one minute Team Justice Law School class. 404B is a rule of evidence that says you can't introduce at trial evidence of uncharged misconduct, other bad acts by the defendant that would simply show the defendant has a propensity to commit crime, to do bad things, to violate the law. So let's assume we were trying somebody for a bank robbery the defendant and a co-conspirator robbed the bank. 
Let's assume we also had evidence that one week before the bank robbery, the defendant assaulted his neighbor, beat up his neighbor. Ordinarily at a trial on the charge of bank robbery, we couldn't introduce evidence that the defendant beat up his neighbor. Why? Well, that would be uncharged misconduct. It would be unfair propensity evidence. However, let's assume that the reason the person who robbed the bank a week later beat up his neighbor because his neighbor overheard him talking with his co-conspirator about how they were going to rob a bank next week. And he assaulted his neighbor. He beat him up to keep him quiet. He said, there's, there's more where that came from. If you tell anybody or if you go to the police and tell them that you heard us talking about our plan to rob a bank next week. Well, now it may be uncharged misconduct if the defendant isn't indicted for assaulting his neighbor and is only indicted and being tried for the bank robbery, but it's no longer propensity evidence. There's an exception to the rule that says you can't introduce uncharged misconduct. You can introduce it if it's relevant to the charged misconduct. If it's relevant to show intent, knowledge, identity, absence of mistake, common plan or scheme, there are all sorts of exceptions when you can introduce evidence of uncharged misconduct if it's relevant to the charged misconduct. So that is what Federal Rule of Evidence 404B stands for. On the way, Glenn reads part of the new court filing by special counsel Jack Smith. That's next on Justice Matters. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Prosecutors with Jack Smith's team have revealed that they have proof that an agent for Donald Trump tried to cause a riot during the 2020 election. Here's Glenn to explain. So let's turn back to this new Jack Smith court filing. And here is, I think, the most interesting passage, the most interesting revelation about some new evidence that incriminates Donald Trump. The government, that is the prosecutors, the government plans to introduce evidence of an effort undertaken by an agent and unindicted co-conspirator of defendant Trump. Friends, please put a pin in that. We're about to talk about 
an unindicted co-conspirator of Donald Trump's. An agent and unindicted co-conspirator of the defendant who worked for his Trump's campaign, and they're referring to that person as the campaign employee, two, immediately following the election, obstruct the vote count. On November 4, 2020, the campaign employee, Donald Trump's co-conspirator, exchanged a series of text messages with an attorney supporting the Trump campaign's election day operations at the TCF Center in Detroit, where votes were being counted. In the messages, the campaign employee, Donald Trump's co-conspirator, encouraged rioting and other methods of obstruction when he learned that the vote count was trending in favor of the defendant, Trump's opponent. And then friends, after that, we get a whole series of black bars, redactions. After the redactions, here is how the court filing continues. The government, the prosecutors, will also show that around the time of these text messages, an election official at the TCF Center observed that as Biden began to take the lead, a large number of untrained individuals flooded the TCF Center and began making illegitimate and aggressive challenges to the vote count. Thereafter, Trump made repeated false claims regarding election activity at the TCF Center when in truth, his agent, Trump's agent, Trump's co-conspirator, was seeking to cause a riot to disrupt the count. This evidence is admissible to demonstrate that defendant Trump, his co-conspirators and agents had knowledge that the defendant had lost the election as well as their intent and motive to obstruct and overturn the legitimate results. And that, my friends, is evidentiary gold, sharply incriminating of Donald Trump. Now, you might say, wait a minute, Glenn, how can it incriminate Donald Trump when the court filing says that it was one of Donald Trump's co-conspirators who was texting with one of the attorneys for the Trump campaign's effort in Detroit, and they were talking about starting a riot to interfere in the vote count. That clearly incriminates Trump's co-conspirator. It clearly incriminates the attorney who was working on behalf of the Trump campaign in Detroit. How does it incriminate Donald Trump? Friends, that's the beauty of co-conspirator liability. The law has developed over time in our country such that we've made a decision that multiple people getting together and agreeing to commit crime poses a greater danger to society than just one person acting on their own to commit a crime. Therefore, when a group of people get together and agree to commit a crime, and one person takes one step toward the commission of the crime, what's called an overt act, the conspiracy is complete. The crime, the underlying crime may not be complete, but the conspiracy is complete. It has been formed and one co-conspirator has done one thing toward the commission of the crime. Once the conspiracy is established, guess what? 
Every co-conspirator, everybody who's part of that criminal agreement is just as responsible for every single crime committed by every single co-conspirator, whether that conspirator personally participated in that crime or not. And even beyond co-conspirator liability, where, where you are all in it, if you're in the criminal agreement, in for a criminal penny, in for a criminal pound, you're guilty of everything that every co-conspirator does. There is another evidentiary benefit. Once a conspiracy has been established, has been proved, then every statement of every co-conspirator that is made during the course of and in furtherance of the conspiracy is attributable to every other co-conspirator. So every guilty thing one single conspirator says can be attributed to everybody else in the conspiracy. And that's why Donald Trump's co-conspirator and the lawyer that was working on behalf of the Trump campaign in Detroit, when they're talking back and forth in these text messages about starting a riot to interfere with the vote count in Detroit, all of that is also attributable to Donald Trump. It can be held against him as part and parcel of the conspiracy and the criminal conduct that he and his fellow co-conspirators were engaged in to try to stop Joe Biden from winning the election. And so, yes, this new court filing by Jack Smith, I think was the first time we have seen this revelation about Trump's co-conspirators trying to start a riot on November 4 to interfere in the vote count in Detroit when it looked like Joe Biden was pulling into the lead. This is just one of a thousand facts that will lead a jury in Washington, D.C., 12 people sitting in that wooden jury box as the conscience of the community, listening to the mountain of evidence that incriminates Donald Trump and his co-conspirators, it will lead that jury to convict Donald Trump, to find him guilty so fast it will make his head spin. And that is a good thing for the rule of law, for American democracy, for we the people, because justice matters. We're getting there, friends. Please hang in there. Please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.